What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. All right. You didn't think that was funny, that, that liquor store picture? I mean, I, I mean, I... I thought it was all right. I thought it was kind of funny. I didn't think it was. I didn't, it didn't like make me text back. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a thing. Yeah. You know I what I mean? That. Yeah. Oh man. Hey, uh, I didn't you, even get an LOL. See, we're we're already in on this thing. You didn't even realize it. Um, I uh, I want to welcome everybody back. It's Jake. Hey, welcome back to Good Company. Um, it's another episode here today. I'm really excited about it. You you guys kind of might have just heard us talking as we came in. This wasn't this usually we start with this pre-roll intro, but I knew with the special guest that I had today, I would have to kind of catch him off guard. Um, and what he was talking about was a uh, I asked him this secret person I haven't introduced you to yet uh, if he would like to be on my podcast because it would mean a lot to me if he would come on this podcast. And uh, he really, I don't think, wanted to. No, he said no, is what happened. Is that what he said? You, no, I don't. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. But I made him do it. And uh, that man that is talking in the background that I have yet to introduce is the Italian stallion, John Andalina. Everybody give it up for John Andalina. Thank you. Happy John to be here. Andalina is here. A lot of y'all out there... Um, Friends of mine and people on the road that might have uh, might have heard the name Ando before. Ando is, I, I believe, it's short for Andolina, correct? Already with the short jokes. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> that, that wasn't even a short joke, actually. I was just, but the, now that you've said that, I, I guess I should have said no yeah. pun intended. Yeah. But uh, uh, Ando, I mean, he is a, a, of a shorter stature. He, I mean, he brought that upon himself there when he said that. Just figured I'd get out of the way. Yeah, well, we got those out of the way. And, dude, I, I, I'm not here today to talk to you about your height or mine, really, <laughs> honestly. I'm here to talk to you about how awesome of a person you are, and that's what this is all about. I've been able so, so many times to um, have some pretty awesome people in here and talk to them about just life and 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 really have no direction. Look, I walked in here with a LaCroix, a LaCroix water. This one happened. Did you go mixed berry? 
I did because it's the only one I had, and I got one of those packs at Costco where you um, you get like four different flavors at one time. I'm a member at Costco now. We've had a big argument. Sam's we have Costco. had a big argument. Before we get into all that, let me first tell everybody. Before all that, let me preference with this is I am so out of my comfort zone with a microphone in my front of my face, so I'm going to preference that for everybody. You, that I just, you are not my thing. Yeah, so. you definitely are probably uh, out of your comfort zone right now. Yeah, like when the the telemarketer calls and said this call is being recorded for quality assurance, I shut down immediately. <laughs> well, I, I can assure yeah. you, I can assure you that this is being recorded for quality yeah. assurance yeah. for all the people out there. Which, by the way, uh, Keith Kaufman told me this morning right before we started this podcast that we're up to 80,000 listens already after a few weeks of starting this. So now that John Andalina is made it on the show, there's no telling what kind of numbers, I mean, are just going to go through the roof after this one. It's probably about four more listens. (laughs) Your mom, my mom, and my wife. Oh, man. Well, your wife, that's a good story, too. We have lots of good stories to get to today. But back to what I was saying originally is... The reason I wanted to have you on here, John, is because uh, just the kind of guy you are. I mean, I've known you since college. I, I wanted to kind of intro people. that Everybody out there before has seen you on the road. John now is my manager, but it didn't start that way. It started as a guy I met in college when I walked into Southgate Dormitory, which is in Tallahassee. I was up there for summer semester. I went up early with intentions of playing golf on the golf team. And a lot of people throughout the years have somewhat misconstrued my story about going to college and playing golf on the golf team, uh, which never happened. Um, I actually went there with the intentions of walking on the golf team. My twin brother, Jared, who you know very well, who we (laughs) spent a lot of years with, was on the tennis team there, full tennis scholarship. But I went up early and stayed at this dormitory, Southgate, this private dormitory, and I walked in to find out where my room was because I was there for summer golf camp. And John Andalina was the resident assistant behind the counter. And uh, you helped me to my room, man. I did. You showed me where my room was. At the time, John tells a a story that he, I doubt that it was a pink. I might have been a shade of pink. Salmon. I had a salmon. I had a salmon golf shirt on. I was coming for golf camp, you know, and had my golf clubs on my shoulder. And that's how we met and uh, became good buddies down in college and with me not playing on the golf team, I started playing music and writing songs. You know, I mean, how many times you probably came and saw me play at uh, Buckets? And <laughs> <laughs> this place called Buckets. They Buckets ha- was awesome. There was this, it was just a huge <laughs> bar, and their stage was above the bar, like elevated yeah, above the so bar. Like it was hanging from the ceiling. So you're sitting there having a drink, and if you were to look up where normal TVs would be, at a like at a sports bar, there was a stage with a guy playing on it. It was and so that guy awkward. Was me. Whoever came up with that idea, like, hey, let's it was put a the brilliant a guy. Idea. Yeah, it actually was a brilliant idea. Um, it was this, and you know, that was at a time I was hustling in college because I just wanted to play for anyone and everyone, everyone, and was playing all kinds of cover songs and stuff. But I, there was a place across the street called Parrots. If you remember that, mm-hmm. I mean, there'd be nights. We talked about this when Marty and Jared were on the podcast. But there were nights where I literally would be so excited to go up there and play, and I had my own little PA system. I'd plug the wires in and put it on sticks, you know, and get ready, and I'd sound check a song or two. It was usually like Dixieland Delight or something by Alabama. You know, the bartender and the waitress, one waitress would be in there, like, you know, kind of getting ready for what they were hoping to be a big night because I was promising all these people to come see <laughs> me play. And then uh, Ando would show up with, uh, like, our buddy Rodrigo and Jared, 
and um, that was pretty much that'd pretty much be it for and, a while. And parrots served only beer, and I didn't drink yeah, beer in college, so time, I would I would have to go out to the car to get my own refreshments. So the they didn't they didn't get make a lot of money off of me. No, and at the time, Ando, all he tell people tell them what you drink uh, in I, college. I, the, his, he's the only person in my life that does weird things like this. We'll get into that. You're a weirdo. Yeah, but uh, he he's. He only in college drank <laughs> Jaeger bombs. <laughs> that that's was, it. That's it. Nothing but Jaeger bombs. You would go into his college apartment or whatever, and he'd have all these empty Jaeger b- bottles on top of his refrigerator and like 150 cans of Red Bull in, <laughs> in the refrigerator. And for some reason, I was about 30 pounds heavier. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Oh, man. And so. Uh, yeah, but I was a dream to invite to parties because I never came to drink your alcohol. I would show up my he own. He did. But, no. And you would always. And, but if we were going somewhere, it was always like, guys, want to have a Jaeger bomb? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so back on track so i'm playing music in these venues and you guys are coming out and supporting me and it was awesome man because you 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 just even back then you were just supporting me and i remember the day that i i wrote this song eight second ride i wrote it with my buddy eric durant who also lives in tallahassee and that song over the i mean it's a it's a it's a platinum song sold over a million copies and I'll never forget that song I wrote literally when I was in college down there and uh, brought it to your dormitory because, see, Ando, since he was the resident assistant, Ando had this, like, luxury dorm room. You know, it was like... It was a three-bedroom apartment on top of, like, in the lobby. It was stupid. Yeah, it was great. And And they paid me, too. What idiots. So, yeah. (laughs) So I I took him the song... And I probably played that song about a hundred times in his dormitory. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this all leads to eventually me going one day to Ando and my twin brother and telling them that I'm moving to Nashville. And uh, what did you think? I mean, honestly, like I've never really asked you that, and I think that's why I was I was excited today to get you in here so after we've kind of prefaced how we met and what when I told you that I was going to move to Nashville to sing songs. And try to make it in Nashville. Uh, honestly, like, what what was your thought on that? Well, I never thought we'd be sitting here talking on a <laughs> podcast at any point. Um, I was excited for you, man. I mean, it was it was inspiring to see you follow your dream and wanting to do it. And so many people sit back and and want to do things and talk about how they want to do things, but they don't take the action. And for you to just pick up and say, "Hey, man, this is what I'm doing," it was. Uh, I think I was probably more nervous and had more anxiety than you did over it. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was exciting to see, man, and it was well, it was cool hearing the stories about, you know, you being in Nashville with not having any reference point of how the music industry worked, and and you sit there and go, you know, I I played this bar or something like that. It was like wow, wow. I mean, and then you, it's funny you hear your song on the radio, which was Eight Second Ride, I think was the first one that you did, yeah. and it was you immediately think, wow, this guy made it. He's a superstar, and I think that's how a lot of people from smaller towns or hometowns when they hear their their friend or anything on the radio, they immediately think. Well, this guy's made it. He's, you know, an absolute. Meanwhile, I was driving back and forth to Tallahassee on the weekends to play at bars and stuff and play it. Like, they would hire me uh, when John was still down there running the dormitory at Southgate. They would literally hire me to come. I would come home from Nashville and bring a PA system and play for, like, the kids moving in the dormitory. And they would be giving out, like, place like i do like a raffle during my set you know like yeah there's a free playstation if you guys just sign up. <laughs> literally i had a record deal or something i think i was going back and forth doing that but uh that's cool to hear you say that 
because I've always wondered what some of my friends thought if they just thought I was crazy at the time or what. But no, we definitely thought you were crazy. But yeah. it was just exciting that I you know, looking back looking back on it, I I sometimes wonder if I was, <laughs> but it, I'm glad because and that's why I bring that up. Um, not so much to just to, to to tout like this story of me moving up here, but. I really believe as many people that ask me all the time about how stuff like this happens. If you ask any person that does what we're doing as far as singing songs on the radio play and it didn't happen without moving at least here to to chase us a dream. And it may not happen and no everyone's story doesn't happen the same way. It all takes its own time. But uh as you said, and I think it's important for those out there listening and that's all I want to do is promote you know, people to understand the positivity of of believing in themselves and and pursuing whether it's music, whether whatever it is, do it because um, there's no guarantees. But if and when it does work out, because you chase something you love, the benefits of it and the the happiness it brings to your life is is amazing. I can attest to that, and as can you, I think now, Ando, because. I'm not the only one that took a risk in my life, and I wanted to bring this back around to you. Obviously, you're here today. So I moved to Nashville, and I'd been up there for a couple years probably. At the time, after you left Southgate, the dormitory, you were literally working at a sandwich shop, right? I was, I was making sandwiches. He was literally rolling sandwiches at a place called Roly Poly. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I can I, make a mean sandwich if everyone wants to after this. Which is so no. funny because Ando doesn't eat anything. He doesn't like anything. He, if he orders a hamburger, it's just I want the burger and the buns. I don't want anything on it. I don't want it. So he used to tell me how good these sandwiches were. But I said, how do you even know? Because you don't you don't even eat it. How can you tell someone something's good? You don't eat it. He's like, because I make it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We get an argument about hamburgers all the time about, you know, he, he gets everything on his hamburgers. So. He thinks that his is better than mine, and I sit there and say, no, mine's better because I can enjoy the meats. I can, I can He's like, I can like actually meat. taste the meat because I don't have it covered in mustard. And, and an avocado and, you know, <laughs> fancy stuff that shouldn't go on a burger. No. Oh, man, I ask, uh, this isn't, no, we'll move on. I don't. I, I said we weren't going to have short jokes, and it really wasn't going to be a short joke, which is why I was going to preface it with that. Listen, man, I didn't walk into this podcast thinking I was tall, so you calling me short, <laughs> just not opening my eyes to anything. <laughs> I'm not going to walk out and it's uh, not going to be a... So I'm in Nashville for a couple years, and and I'm keeping up with you as you're down there. And and, and there had been once or twice Ando had come up, I think, to visit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kept telling him, I was like, man, you need to just move up here. And he's going to be great at whatever he does because he works hard. That's how, I, from the time I met him, that's what he did. He was working there at Southgate, and he was working hard. And, and I always admired that about you, but when I'd moved off... I saw how much Nashville had changed my life just in happiness and being in a new place and with new people and and just getting away from what you're used to, you know? And so I told him, I said, man, you need to come up here. Seriously, you can live up here at my place. I'm gone all the time. I'll have a friend here, you know? And so it wasn't, but I don't know. You just said one day, you're like, dude, I think I'm going to move up there, right? Yeah, I think what it was is, you know, I was working a lot and I was fortunate enough to save up a little bit of money to take some time off. And I just loved Nashville and, you know, had a place to stay. And so I, I moved up. I just threw everything in the back of my truck like you did. Only I was probably the only person that moved to Nashville with everything in the back of my truck without a job that had no intentions of going into the music business. Yeah, so. th- which is why I wanted to have you on here, man, because I think this is so great. And this leads back to, once again, just take a chance sometime in your life. See where your life really see. You have to take chances sometimes to allow life to open the doors that are just around the corner, but you might not see that door unless you make that corner turn. 
You know what I mean? Unless you walk around that corner, you might not ever see the door that's there. And and I, I, I try to emphasize that because there's even out on the road when I play shows and stuff, I tell the guys in the band, we all sometimes we have to step outside of our comfort zones in order to see what we're capable of. And um, anyway, you did not have any intention to be in the music business. And quite frankly, man, as as your friend, I didn't care. I mean, if you if we ended up working together, cool. But I, I was just wanting to get you up there because I could tell as your friend that you needed something different in your life. And uh, so, you, Ando, you moved to Nashville. You started hanging. Uh, we, you stayed at my place. We uh, we were roommates together for at least a couple years, I think. Yeah. And uh, where this story really gets great is, Ando is now married, and he has two beautiful children. He ninety five percent sure they're both mine. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> I travel a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so Ando, at the time when we we're living in my little townhouse as roommates, when he moved up. Um, he was getting his hair cut like three or four times a week, seemed like. I mean, that's exaggeration, but you got your hair cut at least once a week. I had my I had a hair down to my shoulders uh, at that point. And yeah, you did. He yeah. had long hair. But if you don't mind, because I've been talking a lot, I want you to talk today. I feel like I've had to talk because you're not really one to open up on emotions and talk about things, but you need to go ahead and just tell us why you were getting your hair cut so much. Uh, I went into one of these fancy places um, to get my hair. I was going in for a massage, and... I had never gone to a fancy place to get my hair <laughs> this cut. This is great. The guy that moves up, no job, yeah. has no no intention of doing anything. His day of his day <laughs> off because he has no job. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna go get a massage today. So he's going to get a massage. And I figured I'd get a haircut too, and I was sitting there waiting. And there was this uh, there was this girl that was amongst four or five other girls that were standing there, and I was going, man, that girl is beautiful. I hope she is the one that cuts my hair. And she walked over and said, hey, are you John? And I said. Yes, I am. And then she just said it in this little southern accent. And at that point, I was just hooked. And she cut my hair. And, you know, we talked for about 45 minutes because that's how long it took to cut my hair. And at that point, I started going in there every two weeks to get my hair cut. Um, <laughs> had no need to. I used to get my hair cut once every six months. And I was in there once every two weeks, which was getting really expensive. Um, and it finally took about a year for me to ask her out. You which, didn't. Which, which, hang on. She rejected me. No, this is such a wrong story. This is story. not wrong. This is You guys have this totally different story. What okay. it was is, okay, we were throwing this big 4th of July party, and I said, hey, listen, very casual, because I didn't want to be that guy that asked out, you know, and make This 4th of July party we're talking about, too, <laughs> by the way, is a party that I used to do all the time. I need to bring this party back. But uh, I used to rent houseboats out on Center Hill Lake on 4th of July, and we would get all of our buddies and friends, and we'd stay out on the houseboats for a few days. So... He's telling me that he's met this girl that's cut it. Because I said, you're getting your hair cut a lot, you know? He's like, I met this girl that he just told you about it. She's unbelievable. I said, well, you should go and, like, ask her out. <laughs> just ask her out. <laughs> <laughs> so so this happens. So 4th of July party, I casually invited her. And to not make it awkward because you're going in a boat in front of a bunch of strangers, I said, hey, why don't you bring a friend that is not a guy with you? And you know we can we, <laughs> bring a non-guy <laughs> yeah, friend. Yeah, bring bring a friend that happens to sit down to pee too. Um, so <laughs> oh man. So she uh, said, "Yeah, that sounds great." And I gave her my number, and I'm sitting there, and she never called, and she never called. So we went and had the party the next, and I would talk about this girl all the time, probably to the point where Jake got sick of it. And uh, I did. That's yeah. why I went in there. So and- he walked in one day and said, "Hey, where's this girl, Melissa?" I never met her. I just no. heard him talk about her. So they're like, oh, "Okay," and. You know, he walks over to him and goes, hey, you blew my friend off. And then she goes and tells this other story, and he never really asked me out, all this other stuff. I wasn't no, obviously there. No, what he said, what she said was, well, here's what, ha- what had happened was this. 
I went in there. I had my hair cut, but I kind of saw this girl there that I was like, I think that's who John was telling me about. So I went over to her. So are you Melissa? She said, yeah. I said, my friend Ando, I think you blew him off. And uh, she said, what are you talking about? I said, well, I think he asked you to come out for, I think it was her birthday or something. Her right? birthday is July 5th. Okay. And it, this was oh, yeah, so it was her birthday July. weekend. Yeah. I said, yeah. That's, yeah, it's all coming back to me. Who doesn't so I, want to spend their birthday weekend with a bunch of strangers and some dude they hardly know? Exa- I mean, what, exactly. How rude. Well, I said, you should have come because it was a great time. And she said, well, he never gave me his number. Uh, he said I could get it out of this. No, that's what it was. I <laughs> he said, hey, said I I'll give you get- my number. And she said, oh, it's in the system. Or she said, you told. Okay, well, either way. This all, this all has a happy ending. This has so. a happy ending. Either way, this man is married to this woman now, and they have two beautiful children. Yeah. I, I think how awesome that is. And now I'm getting free haircuts for life. Yeah, he's getting free haircuts for life. He's got two beautiful kids. And if he hadn't left Tallahassee and stopped rolling sandwiches and moving up and had the idea of getting a massage, you know what I mean? Like, what a great... Uh, what a happy ending of, yeah. of that. So now he's married, he's got two beautiful kids, and I've been able to uh, to see see them both be born and 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 watch you become a go from the guy drinking Jaeger bombs and just like, you know, being a the resident assistant at Southgate to being this dad that FaceTimes your kid every day and watches you grow up, man. I think it's so so cool, and I've been so excited to have you in here talking about this because all these years later, now you're not just you're not just my buddy that's that we're hanging in college and then we're just roommates. You ended up now we're you're my manager of my whole world and my business, and you kind of assumed that role over time because. I want to get to this. People would always ask me. They're like, "What does Ando do?" <laughs> like, because <laughs> he's always around. But what does he do? And I would say he does everything. He does absolutely everything. And uh, they're like, "What do you mean he does everything?" And I said, "I literally mean he does everything." And uh, this is at a time where he wasn't working. wasn't really working with me. He was just out on the road, hanging out and and, and helping me out. And it got to the point where I said, "Man, like." You need. I want to give you a job because we. This thing is uh, starting to take off a little bit. But I need you in my life for what you do. If you can think about it, Nando, what is the, uh, what is the weirdest thing that you think you've had, you've done? I mean, still to this day, when I walk off stage, I don't wear shoes on stage. Like I'll walk to the steps to get. And Nando have my shoes. He just kind of drops them on the floor at my feet. Like, and I'm always like, who? I never asked him to do that. But he's always like, my shoes are in a perfect place for me to walk off stage. And. Uh, I, pr- I practice at home. Yeah, yeah, that's really funny, man. You're just like, here's your shoes. And, I- <laughs> <laughs> I've, and I've never been like, hey, Ando, when I walk off stage, dude, I want my shoes right there. <laughs> those, are the, that's the, those are the things right there that Ando does. That's why when I say he does everything. But you got to have a good story or something. Man, I don't I, – I do, but some of them – Here's a good one. About, why, don't you tell, why don't you tell the story about the time that we got off the bus at whatever that fair was. Uh, we were playing some county <laughs> fair somewhere, and we go to the gym every day. And so, uh, Ando. Yeah, I don't even, I mean, it was in Iowa or something like that. It was, there was one of these places where there probably wasn't a gym within 20 miles. So I ran off and um, went to go get a, to uh, get a contact and talked to the promoter. I said, hey man, is there a, a gym around here anyways? And he goes, oh yeah, yeah, hang on one second. And he runs off and I'm thinking, all right, well, this guy's going to go get us a ride and everything. And he comes back with this guy and he goes, here you go, man. I go, what? And he goes, here's Jim. (laughs) (laughs) I just, I just, I was like, well, I mean, it definitely, that is definitely a Jim. It's very nice to meet you, Jim, but you are not the Jim I'm looking for. 
Uh, those are the kind of things, man, that people don't realize that you just every day on the road. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a Job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag a Job's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Ah. But uh, so going from that, Ando, going from um, just kind of not really knowing you were going to be in the music business to being full-blown managing, managing an artist in the music business, I want, I'd like for you to, like, if you don't mind, man, just open up for a minute and talk. Like, what, what, is, what has that been like? You know I mean? What it, to people out there that want to know what this world is like, what, how, how the music business is run from a guy that you, you – it's not like you – You've lived in Nashville for years and watched up. It's like I think a lot of people, if you when you look around what we do now, artist wise, a lot of them have friends that they're working with or people that have been with them for a long time. But it's someone you trust. It's someone that's got your back day and night and always has got your best interest. And that's what you are for me. And I, that's why I love you, man. But anyway, if you don't mind, what, like for people out there, what what's it like from your perspective? Well, it's definitely not like a Montley Crew 1980s documentary that you probably watch on the road. There's not a lot of that going on. Um, there's a lot of waiting around on the road, but I think that's an important thing too. Is like you said, the, the trusted, you know, the trust factor um, to where you know I got to work every day, and I may be doing, you know, sitting down in a meeting with the sponsorship for the tour as, a, and then the next day I'm setting up a pickleball court on the road. You know, <laughs> so it's it's all over the place. So it's great because I never know what I'm going to do, but I know that whatever we're doing, 
we all are doing it for the benefit of everyone, um, you know, to make sure that, you know, you, uh, one, are happy and, and doing everything you can. But in turn, everyone on the road is also benefiting and making sure that we're, we're doing it's great. And everyone on the road, that's a great thing about it, is their family out there. Like, you got guys that have been with you for 10, 12 years from the very beginning, and there are people that love being out there, and they leave their families to go on the road and be part of another family. And as well said, everyone looks at each other that way. And it and it's just great. And the amount of personalities on the road is so eclectic. It's just so funny. I mean, you got one guy that is just so OCD that he has everything labeled and you got another guy that doesn't know where his drumsticks are. And they and they <laughs> which get, guy is that? Yeah, that's I can't imagine. But they get we along had great. him on here already uh, dude, on this and that podcast. Was, that was a great one. You should have him just every week. I should you have know? him every week. Yeah. He should become a co-host. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's fantastic, but it, it's I mean it, it's a do you love I mean honestly you you're not gonna hurt my feelings I, I, there, do you love being on the road do you do you like the is there parts of the business that you I'm glad you asked I have something to tell you uh, I I quit so this is my two weeks notice great um, you guys yeah. heard it here first <laughs> yeah. no I love it and that's what I, you know that there are hard things about you know leaving your family and missing birthdays and stuff like that but. It makes it all worth it because you know at the end you're doing everything that you can for your family to make you know them better. And I have a unbelievably beautiful and understanding wife. Um, yes, he does. And I hope she's listening. Uh, <laughs> but um, that's important too. It's just you're doing everything for the family at home. And you know you have bad days and everything like that, but then you come home and you see a little three year old running across and so excited to see you, and that just changes everything. And I think that's what's great too is. You can look Be- around at the, everyone else on the road too, and we all we love what we do out there, and it's it is help, what helps you know support our lives. But you also can see I look at other my other guys in the band that are walking around outside. You know, thank God to fit for Facetime. You can just see them Facetiming their kid and walking around, and it's uh, like you said. Like I think people have this I- idea that it's it's like Motley Crue, Guns yeah. N' Roses. We're out there, you know, tipping up bottles of Jack Daniels. And uh, which I've seen you do a few times. <laughs> We're trying to recreate that, but it's not catching on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But we, uh, I think we have a lot of we have a lot of responsibility, f- um, not just to our families and our friends and 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 ourselves for how hard we've worked, but most importantly, I think it's our responsibility to the fans out there every day and the promoters and the people that are paid for us to come play shows. That when we show up that we do what we came to do and that's entertain people make sure they have an awesome thursday friday saturday night and when we leave there we make sure they want us to come back and uh i know i can't do that with just music i have to do that with the people that are around me as well guys like yourself ando and and the way you treat people is is the way that i would want to be treated and what what the way i want others to be treated so i appreciate everything that you do out there yeah and i'll also say you know when we first started doing this or when I first started doing this and we talked about me coming on the road and working and everything, I don't know if you remember this or not, but I said, Hey man, I'm in, I'll do it. But if you start being anyone different than who you are, if you start getting a big head and you're not the same person that I met in college, I'm out. And you to this day are the exact same person that you were in college. And I think that's a <laughs> unbelievable. Comment. I don't know so, if that's a, I don't know if that's good. Uh, well, you know, uh, parts man. of it are but I mean I think that's a that's a huge compliment to you just to sit there and say hey listen this guy hasn't changed and uh, you got a lot of great things going on right now but out of this entire month with you know this single release the tour announcement everything that's so great that everyone's like man look at all this stuff doing I gotta imagine that probably the mo- thing that you're looking most forward to 
is going to your daughter's school tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I've and, got- and, I mean, that's the crazy thing is you have all these fantastic things going on, and you're, like, looking forward to the most is being a dad. Yeah. And, and going to see your daughter and having donuts with her, which you probably won't eat because you're going to the gym twice a day. Yeah, I but, won't. I won't. That's another thing. That's the sacrifices, right? I should. It's my daughter. I should have a—I'm going to daddy-daughter donut day tomorrow. Actually, tonight. We're leaving tonight. Yeah, leaving tonight. I've uh, got to get down there early enough so I can I can make sure she stays with me for the night and I take her to school in the morning and it's uh, daddy-daughter donut day. But you're right, man. That's—I do. That's—I I think about that often, about how lucky I am to have a lot of great things going on, but uh, there's nothing greater than uh, your kid— being my she doesn't care if i have if i got the most added single by the way woo <laughs> woo got the most added single on country radio this week uh with i was jack and you were diane so thanks to everybody at country radio and all my fans out there and everyone that listens and um i was saying earlier walking in here that stuff like that does not happen without a team of people around you um i can sing the song i can go out there and perform it but without guys like ando and keith gale and and the people at Big Loud and everybody that's helped me promote this single, I couldn't do it, man. And so that's the reason that, you know, this sounds like a big jarbled conversation, but here we are talking about good company again. You know, people around you, the kinds of people that you that you flourish as a human being because of, uh, they lift you up. And uh, that's what you are, man. You're good company, John Andalina. Well, and we've we've had some funny moments over the years. and uh, I think also, too, about our relationship. Listen to though. him, the guy that doesn't talk hey, a lot. Oh, because, he's opening up now. Yeah, because Let's, I think this is interesting, too. That made me think when I was like, you're going to the gym twice a day. I think one thing that people probably don't realize are you and I are probably the most competitive people with each other. Oh, yeah. So I get up and I see Jake on the, on the iCal that says, you know, Workout, six thirty a.m. Yeah, uh, and I'm going. Well, I'm getting up at five thirty then. How you like that? Yeah, the best it, part is though, and I'm already leaving the gym in the morning because Ando and I live on the same side of town, and we have to take the same road to the gym. He actually takes his kid to to uh, uh, school in the morning, and so I'll already be coming back from the gym when Ando's taking his kid to school in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> and seeing that though makes me go, all right, going hard today. That's but right. just with everything, man. I mean, there's been PlayStation controllers broken. There's been wagers yeah. lost. There's, I mean, it's pickleball matches. Yeah, and it, it, there's a there's a little bit of fire of competition. I think that keeps the day exciting. So. But I think again, you know, it's the people around you that push you to want to be better and makes you, you know, it, it's the kind of people that you need around you. So uh, I wish you the best of luck to your Buffalo Bills this season. <laughs> if you've ever seen Ando on the road, he's always got his Buffalo Bills hat on. And uh, speaking of Buffalo Bills. I want to do everybody out there um, that, that can take a minute to say a good prayer for our friend uh, Jim Kelly. JK12. Who's, um, who's battling cancer again, and um, he's been in our thoughts. He's we've Ando and I had the pleasure, I think, before we get out of here, can we tell this story before we Absolutely, get out of here? Absolutely, This is the—and this is something—what a great way to finish this out. Uh, uh, first off, again, Jim, we're all thinking about you, buddy. Um, you are uh, an inspiration to so many people, and I— Outside of only kind of knowing your uh, your stature as a as a quarterback through and especially through guys like Ando here being a huge fan, I didn't know much about you until this situation of what we're uh, what we're going to tell you about now. Ando and I were 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 so amazed to be invited as as fans of sports and football, nonetheless, um, to Peyton Manning's retirement party out um, in L.A. a couple years ago. And um, not to, you know, not to sit here and drop names now, but th- this is something that is just 
we both pinch ourselves. We're not saying this to be arrogant or braggadocious. We're saying this because this is something that we will remember not only as friends for our whole lives, but just because of how cool this moment was. And to go out there, to be invited, to be a part of watching Peyton um, and his friends celebrate his induction um, into the Hall of Fame, it was pretty neat. It was neat. a retirement party. Or excuse me. Yeah, yeah it was just retirement maybe party. We, maybe we were nice enough that Peyton will invite us back for the Hall of Fame yeah, party. Yeah, it was, but, sorry, yeah. the retirement party. I got, got, got to think of how cool it was. Yeah. Either way, being there and, and seeing that, um, we, were, we were sitting at the bar and Bill Cower longtime great coach of the Steelers was sitting there and he noticed Ando's as usual Buffalo Bills hat he's like oh man you your Bills fan he's like you know Jim Kelly's gonna be there tonight and Ando's eyes lit up like no way this is gonna be are we not only here for this awesome event we could just meet Jim Kelly and Bill Cowers sitting here talking to us having a beer so uh we said we said we're getting ready to go over. We have a car service, whatever you want to ride. I think they were Bill Kyle was going to get an Uber. Yeah, he was going to uh, Uber oh, it over. He was going to Uber. <laughs> so we're like, hey, uh, jump in with us. So Bill Cower, uh and his beautiful uh, wife V, um, they rode with us over there. And we get there, and we're Ando and I are kind of just we felt like fish out of water, man, because there's all these people around that we just were are so enamored by, and. Um, Next thing you know, we see Jim Kelly across the room, and and I was like, Ando, you're gonna say hi to him. You gotta say hi to him. And so Said, like, nope. I, I, he's like, nope. I can't. I can't. I I will. You know, I can't. I can't. So after an hour or so goes by, I think it was Bill Cower came back by again. He's like, did you meet him yet? Did you meet him? And he's like, Jim, come here. And so next thing you know, Ando and Jim Kelly. Ando, who grew up, the I mean, you got to tell. I had him. a poster of Jim Kelly on my wall, and it was like him with a violin a violin case. And he was a football inside of it and said, Machine Gun Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) On my wall. Him and Thurman Thomas were the two guys that I had on my wall. So this was a a childhood icon to me. And, you know, we have the opportunity to meet so many cool people. But this was like. Yeah. And for those out there that don't know this, Jim Kelly is an unbelievable quarterback, Hall of Fame quarterback. But he took the Buffalo Bills. And you saw this as a kid, which is why this is also funny, because I've watched Ando struggle with this his whole was as long as I've known him is that they went to the Super Bowl four years in a row and lost every single time yeah correct yeah and then the Tennessee Titans actually in the Music City Miracle kept a forward pass and still says it was a forward pass which by the way was it was was the other great story (laughs) so we get back to this this party where we got to wrap this up here we get back to this party where we were you meet jim kelly we hang out but he becomes such a nice guy we're talking for a while ando and i thanks to our friends at cessna were flying us we had to get back we like made a special trip to la because we had to go to canada the next day mm-hmm. ironically enough our flight we got this flight um from cessna they were going to fly us from la to buffalo the next morning so we could cross the border well i looked at ando and said Hey, you should ask Jim Kelly if he wants to fly back to Buffalo with us because we've got the plane. That would be just how cool would that be? He's like, I mean, I don't know. So we go, hey, Jim, you want to fly back? He says, heck, yeah. So he and his beautiful (laughs) wife, Jill, got on the plane with us. And it was just Jim Kelly, Ando, his wife, Jill, myself, and Greg Fowler. And we had a four and a half hour flight. And he gave us all the greatest stories in the world told us about life told us about what he'd been through had already gone through cancer once he lost a son at an early at his son was at, a very, at an early age and uh, just the, watching john and jim kelly in a jet flying from la to to buffalo 
to me, it was one of the most fulfilling things in life to see how, why did that happen? You know what I mean? It happened because I took this weird chance in college and told him I was leaving. And then it happened because he took a chance. And like, you know what I'm saying? And I know that it sounds like I said, we always, we were just rambling on here. But I truly, like, it's moments like that that I thought were so unbelievable and how great of a guy Jim was. Ando always keeps, you can see it right there. He's got his, his money clip right there. Ando always keeps this uh, rubber band or like a hair tie around his money and doesn't use a wallet. And Jim Kelly noticed it on the plane and he's like, give me that thing. And he took it off and threw it on the ground. And Ando had had that thing for like, you, he's really weird about stuff like this. You'd had that same rubber band or something for 10 years. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. And, and he took his wallet clip off, Jim Kelly, his Buffalo Bills wallet clip, and put it over Ando's wallet clip and gave it to him. Yeah, but if Jim was a real nice guy, he would have put some money in there, too. So, you know. But, yeah, Jim and and Jill and their entire family are are probably some of the most down-to-earth, nicest people, and we're definitely thinking about and praying them. Yeah, we're thinking about you guys. They're good people. All the Kelly family and the Kelly Nation and Buffalo Bill Nation. Mm Um, dude, thanks for coming on here today. We could talk for, again for hours, and and I hope that everybody out there is, is loving these conversations as much as I am. And this gives me a chance, really. I don't wouldn't we ride a bus together every day, all the time, and travel, and we don't really ever reflect and talk like this, you know. And and well, I you, think that's, you want to do it on the plane tonight? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we could. All right, we'll play cards or something. But uh, dude, thank you, man. I love you, dude. I appreciate you too, everything you've ever done for me. We our our management company is called Good Company, and uh, this podcast is called Good Company. You are Good Company, Sean Anthony, Keith Kaufman in here again, once again helping us with this. Y'all are Good Company. Everybody out there, thanks so much. We love you. We'll see you next time. And uh, I'm Jake, and we'll uh, catch you on Good Company next time. We'll see ya. We'll see ya. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.